Hi there. This is Lindsay, and you're listening to The Clean Routine. Hello there. Today I am taking inspiration from the fly lady again, and this time we're going to talk about decluttering. A big point that's been driven home for me is that you cannot clean clutter. Now, the fly lady encourages what she calls the 27 fling boogie, and the goal is to spend 15 minutes purging your home of at least 27 items. And I do believe she counts trash as individual items as well. Um, I've never actually counted how many items that I've let go during one of these sessions because I get distracted. Uh, But my main goal is just not to fall into the trap of going and going and going. I've learned that I love to bite off more than I can chew. So having a set amount of time that I'm really willing to commit start to finish has been a great help. So grab a trash bag and a bag or box for donations and use this episode as your timer and let's get chipping away at any of your little trouble areas. And for me, I like to start off with trash. It's just really easy when I'm feeling overwhelmed especially if I'm working in areas like junk drawers or my little hoarder boxes or my daughter's room, so toys and stuff, and especially my purse. <laughs> I I can just find obvious trash everywhere, and I don't understand it, but at least it makes it easy for me to get my momentum going. When it comes to trash, though, we're not only looking for wrappers and receipts, but also things that are broken or missing pieces that maybe you've been hanging on to forever just in case. I have personally kept items for years, never using them, always seeing them, and always knowing exactly what the missing piece is. And I will know that I saw it while I was packing up boxes the last time we moved. And then after unpacking all the boxes, I still can't find it. But I'll still keep whatever the the item is. Non-functional. Just keeping, taking up room. So if that sounds familiar, I suggest just getting rid of whatever the thing is. And I will admit chances are much higher that you're going to find that missing piece after it's gone, but they can be reunited in the trash. And if you want to see obvious results in a shorter time frame, I recommend keeping yourself working on one smaller area. Now, I feel like nine times out of ten, These reminders are for me, so I'm sorry if it sounds a little obvious, but for me especially, if I tell myself that I'm working in my closet, I need to whip it into shape, and that's where I want to focus, I will somehow end up in my nightstand drawers trying to reorganize all of that mess. 
I drive myself crazy with this, so I really have to remind myself to stay in one area. Otherwise, sure, I got rid of however many things, but I don't see the same kind of progress. And I'll, I'll know I was putting in the work, but sometimes I really need to see like a big payoff for my time. And sometimes that might even mean that you need to narrow things down a little more. For example, if I'm working in a hall closet and I know there's a lot in there to distract me, the whole thing's just a mess, I'll only tell myself to worry about dealing with the top shelf. If I get around to anything else, great. But as long as I finish that top shelf, anything else is a bonus. And if I don't happen to finish that shelf, or maybe whatever my bonus area was going to be, I can at least say that I did my best and hopefully still see a little progress. Now, typically, once I've kind of decided what my objective is, what my zone I'm going to be working in, I know I kind of said that out of order. So you want to decide where you're going to work. And then I like, like I said, I like to just pick up trash straight away, get that out of the way, less mental load, like less decisions to be made. Once I get all of that done, then I like to move into donations. And donations can be hard for me sometimes. Um, it turns out I, I feel like I'm much more of a sentimental person than I used to think. And once I was able to sort of get over my emotional connections to some of my things, it was hard for me to get my donations out of the house for a little while. Now, I had taken some stuff to a donation drop-off after I had moved, and they actually had me sort things out, like, there at the drop-off, which was really unexpected. And I had my daughter with me, who was three at the time, and now she's seeing all of her precious and priceless toys that she is now reminded of. And it was an event. And I was really kind of afraid that if I found another one in the area that it might be the same situation. Because we were in a new area. And back home I've never had to do anything like that before. And it's it's always been a clean getaway for me. Drive up, drop it off, boxes, bags, and all. They They take it. And... I was able to find a little workaround for me for this problem. Um, I was I joined a buy nothing group on Facebook, and yes, it was a little extra effort having to list things and coordinate pickups. But luckily, I was able to just coordinate my pickups at a local park. So I take my daughter, she gets to go have fun at the park, maybe be a little distracted while I'm handing stuff off. It was never really toys though, nothing in, nothing that she could see anyways, because um, that's just more of a fight than I'm willing to go through. So 
overall, I really enjoyed that experience. Um, but the main objection for me with donations is to get them out of the house. You've already decided that it can go. Don't give yourself extra work by letting it kind of get back into the mix and having to keep deciding over and over and over. I've done that. I, I do that sometimes. Things that I'm not quite certain on, I will kind of put it to the side. I'll really decide later. But for the most part, these days, I like to make a quick decision and keep it or get it out. Easy peasy. With that being said, decluttering some spaces can be really hard when you're sharing those spaces with someone because you probably don't want someone else making a keep toss judgment call with your stuff. So when it comes to that, I would, if you can, that's a dumb question. Of course, it's their stuff, but I would really leave it up to them. If it's a situation where you feel comfortable including them in the process, then that's great. That's a great option. Um, if not, as the formerly super sentimental, keep everything in a box person, I can tell you that it's a hard process and it's even harder when the pressure is on. I cannot promise that the other person will come around at all. But depending on your relationship, there might be things that you can do to make those decisions easier. For example, my husband is not hoardery like me, um, but he I feel like there's definitely certain categories of stuff that he accumulates. And He's also a really busy guy. He's got a busy work schedule. So he doesn't have the time to sort of hyper fixate on stuff the way that I do right now. So hypothetically, let's say I'm cleaning out the closet and I come across some of his clothes that I really think he won't miss. Maybe clothes that I've never seen him wear or a shirt that I've witnessed him try on a few times but anytime he wears it he'll change before we leave the house if he's in the house i will walk up to him and just say keep or toss if there's any hesitation i keep it i do not want to be responsible for when he is actually looking for whatever the the thing is but i convinced him that he doesn't ever wear it. You won't miss it. If I get rid of anything of his, it is only when I get a very confident toss response from him. And it also makes it so much easier on him because he isn't having to decide on every single shirt, whether he wants to keep them or not. And I feel like I did the preliminary scan and decision making of things that I think he'll want to keep. So he only has to decide on a few pieces. If there's something that he wants to part with later, he knows he can give it to me so that I could put it with the rest of the donations. Even when like I'm not in my little declutter mood. 
Alrighty, so we've been working, if my math is right, about 12 minutes. So I'm going to just go ahead and put in my little reminder to start putting things away if you want. Uh, you can definitely keep working if you'd like for the remainders of the episode. But sometimes I like to build in my time for resetting my area. Uh, every space that you work in will be different, but if I'm in a small space like a closet or an especially junky drawer, then I try to give it a wipe down before I put my things in that I'm keeping. Who, who knows when I am going to end up working in there again. And so I like to know that it's nice and fresh for at least a little while. And if you're working in a larger area, you might want to think about maybe sweeping up or giving everything a quick vacuum. Hopefully here is where you'll see the payoff for the last 10, 12 minutes or so of work. And I love to see the extra space that I've created by getting rid of things that really weren't being used or broken things that I was just stashing away to fix later and knowing exactly what it is that I'm putting back in my space. And with that all said, I think I'm just gonna cut it here. Hopefully it should be roughly about 15 minutes, but if not, I'll do better next time. I hope you all have a wonderful day. I hope that, I really hope that you're able to see the progress that you've made because uh, that's just the most satisfying part. Anyways, I'll talk to you next time. Bye.